The Drop with Frank and Brian is officially brought to you by Switch Suspension. Switch Suspension specializes in all vehicle chassis components. Lift kits, lowering kits, air ride suspension, wheels, tires, steering, and brake upgrades. They use all the best products from the best brands. And these guys are truck guys. You roll into their parking lot at the shop and they all drive custom vehicles. So they use their products that they sell on their own vehicles. So if you guys are looking for anything for your vehicles, whether you're just starting out or you just need some replacement parts or whatever, give them a call or visit their website, switchsuspension.com. What's up guys, we're rolling in the Red Rocks. And we're out here having a good time and we have some exciting news. <laughs> we have another giveaway going down. Uh, we have, what the fuck? <laughs> gotta do is go to either uh, uh, grinder-tv. <laughs> I almost said lowlife.com. What's up guys, we're at Rolling with Red Rocks and we have uh, an announcement. We have a brand new giveaway going down. We have a Kenwood head unit and a backup camera. And a t-shirt. And a t-shirt. Uh, courtesy of Chris from Allen Ed's Escondido. This is our new giveaway, part of our new giveaway. And all you gotta do to enter is either go to livelifecustom.com, grinder-tv.com. And for every five dollars you guys spend, you get one entry to the drawing. All right, now I'm recording. Man, this, I don't know what it is about this week, man. Like, I don't know. I haven't, I wasn't, okay. I wasn't like dreading recording this week, uh -huh. but I drew an absolute blank. All yeah, week, like same here. What are we gonna talk about? I do have something to talk about though. <laughs> <laughs> I took down some notes too, so okay. In the in the like the eleventh hour, as I was getting prepared today, I was like, oh, this is it's actually a really good thing to talk about. Uh, just talk about like we've talked about this a bunch before, but creative motivation, like creative motivation, inspiration. We do this podcast every single week. Yeah. We have 50. This is episode 57. Yeah. We have 57 hours <laughs> of you and I talking to yes. each other. <laughs> so at some point, it had to be like, I don't know. I mean, we ran into that before and kind of we've gotten through it. And I'm, and I'm sure we're going to get through this one today as well because, you know, that's what we do. We just talk to each other all the time. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it was kind of like sitting on my mind like inspiration motivation and and like what like willingness wanting to create i don't get it yeah, no like well, what do you mean you don't get it i don't understand what you're saying like trying to like find the answers to those questions like we do this podcast every week we've, we've talked for many many hours we always seem to find something to talk about. Yet this week, I was drawing a complete blank, which made me think about like, how do we get through that? Because we're we're as much as we maybe don't think we are, we're creative types. We create things. That's what we do. We create videos and uh, merchandise. And do uh, we though? Do we though? We do. Yeah, we do. We do. We yeah. we do every every day. Every day, it's creating something. Whether it be a, a an Instagram post or a story yeah. or a video or a piece of merch or customer work, like I mean, you have to you go to these shows, mm -hmm. you know, you go like you went to the C10 show, you go to these shows, you film. Now you have to take all this footage and create something, yeah. And you have to do that consistently. And the expectation is from the customer's point of view or your client's point of view is I want something cool. So yeah. now it's up to you to sit there and go, okay. Uh, What's cool, <laughs> you know, and, and like this podcast, we're sitting here. What do we talk about? You know? Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, I don't know. Um, I wish I was more creative in the sense of designing merchandise because that's been weighing super heavy on my mind because I'll like think of something and then I'm like, no, that's not, I don't want, I don't know. Like I want to create simple things. Yeah. And I want to use that word create. Cause I like you know, the, the create original content thing, but like, I just want to write create and just base it off of that. Like no trucks, no nothing, just that word. And I don't, and there, I know it's like right there, but I don't know who, like who to go to. Like, I wish there was someone I could just be like, Hey, make me something cool. Yeah. Except there's a thing with that as well, because like having doing screen printing and having client work and I've actually gotten to the point now um, just because like our lives have kind of become a little more complicated with our kids growing up and us being so involved with sports and, and work like, you know, Angie was the, the main 
you know, main person putting all these designs together. She's really good at it. Uh, for example, now we're doing all this softball stuff and she just comes up with these designs and they're really good. All like this last one that she came up with is again, it's simple. It's, it's very simple, but very modern looking, but there's a design aspect to it. So she's very good at what she does. Um, however, with our lives getting more complicated, it is more complicated to do stuff like that. And so now I've gotten to the point, if someone hits me up and says, Hey, you know, I want you to make me some shirts. I'm like, cool. Well, what low, where's your logo? She's like, Oh, I don't have one. Just make me something cool. I'm like, I don't do that. Well, well, that's, that's, that's okay though, because there's a difference between being a screen printer and being a graphic designer. Right. Yes. Yes. Uh huh. So you could just be the screen printer. It, yep. And then the, they need to find, cause that's two separate jobs. It is, you know, like I can't call Brandon at fuel and he has to has to have his artist make something. They don't right. do the screen printing. The guys in the back do the screen printing. Right. So I think that's okay to, to, to do that. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's like you're not offering gravity. It's, it's also two separate charges too. So they, right. You're going to be like, yeah, I can do that because you could do that and just, I'll go to Fiverr and be like, Hey, make something cool. And then charge the customer for that. Yeah. I and mean, then, that is definitely one option. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and you didn't, and I think that's what honestly, what most people, a lot, most people do now, or, uh, I don't want to say most people cause there are, you know, even me, like I'm, I'm not a graphic designer. I can get on Photoshop and design stuff and make stuff, but I don't, I can't, the final product in my head is like, right. It's hard, it's hard to come up with. So I need someone and even trying to find someone on Fiverr to like, be like, Hey, do this. And they're like, well, what do you want? And I'm like, I don't know. Exactly. I know. And that's yeah. And you're right. You're, you've hit the nail on the head. It's two different jobs and yeah. graphic designers. Uh, I came across a really interesting TikTok uh, a while ago and, um, you know, in, in its own funny way, it was basically saying like this person got hired on to be a marketing manager for a company, mm -hmm. run their Instagrams, run their YouTube to do all this stuff. And uh, her point was she gets a lot of questions saying, OK, all right, that's cool. Um, yeah. So we're going to need you to, to make this logo for the company. And she's all like, well, oh, OK, well, maybe you should hire a graphic designer because yeah. that's not what yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then someone else asked her, oh, well, OK, well, all right, well, we're going to need photos. So we need you to do some product photos. And she's like, well, you should hire a photographer because mm. I'm not a photographer. Yeah. Like, I think I think now in, in today's world, everything is a little conflated together, like. Cre uh, content creation is now becoming a catch-all for anything in the creative space. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh yeah, when everybody has their special. Like you're right. You're you're like you're absolutely right. Like my I my trade is screen printing. I know how to take an image and get it onto a shirt. Exactly, and I think yeah. and and Doug deals with that too with the trophies. You know, mm -hmm. he they think because he makes this trophy, like the final product is the trophy that he made everything there you know it's like yeah. it's like it's like a construction worker that's building a house they didn't design the house they know how to frame it yeah and then a plumber comes in and does the plumbing and then a electrician comes in and does the electricity but when it comes to like making things out of thin air mm -hmm. like designs and stuff people don't realize that there's a graphic artist involved and then that they just make the design and then you they don't make the hats the t-shirts the i mean any of that stuff so it, that's yeah, that's the thing. I mean, I go through that with like stay loaded, the video stuff. I told the guys, I said, I'm not going to be your Instagram social media marketing or your social media manager. I said, I'll create the content. And then you guys, you can tell me when to upload it. I'll put it on your Instagram and stuff, but it, like, I'm not going to manage the content when to upload it, when to do this. I will just, yeah. I'll just create the content, give it to you. And then that's it. Yeah, because that's not you, you're not. Although, like, I mean, kind of we do that with our own personal brands and stuff. But that is not your your job. That's it's not, not your it's trade. not my company. So it's, it's like not your okay. it's not my company. So even with Trey five, it's the same thing. I go down there. I film. I edit the video and then I I upload it to his YouTube channel just because it's way easier than transferring it to him and then him him uploading it. I can just the transfer is the transfer to his YouTube channel. Then he does everything else. He promotes it on Instagram. He promotes it on his YouTube, on everything else. I don't, I'm done. As soon as I upload it to YouTube, my job's done. Right. Um, because that, that's a separate skill to be um, into marketing and take that because you've essentially created a product, which it's is a, a separate video. job. If you want to pay yeah. me for that part of it, 
then that's a separate pay. That's a, like, right. that's a whole separate job. It's, it's, uh, I have my own brand as you do. So I, my own brand, I will film, I will edit, I will promote the brand. I will make, you know, sell the to you. I'll do all that stuff. Cause that's my company. Right. But if you're going to hire me to video, it's all you're hiring me to do is video. Same with you. If you're going to hire to make t-shirts, I'm just going to make your t-shirts. I'm not going to do everything else for you. Right. So you have to right. give me, and honestly, you have to give me like a logo ready to print. Yes. Because if you're not going to give me a logo ready to print, I'm going to charge you my time to make that logo ready to print. Yes. Yeah. I like your analogy of the the construction because you have a general contractor, you know, but then you have all these like sub trades within that that create the house. Mm. But no one questions that. I mean, yeah. that's a pretty established thing. Like people know that. Like you don't go to a... a a general contractor and say, you know, make like design me this house. They go like, well, no, I don't do that. Okay. That's my, my point is, is that's established. I think we're still in this very early stages of the new world of trade trades, you know, in air quotes. And no, and that's not even air quotes because that's not fair. They are trades. Mm -hmm. Like I'm a screen printer. There are graphic designers, there are photographers, there are marketing managers. These are different trades, but I think we've become accustomed to, to like decades, generations, of traditional trades where no one questions it. You don't ask a plumber to frame a house. Exactly. And I think that just goes along with the lines of, uh, quote unquote, can't find work these days or can't mm-hmm. find. What is the What does everyone say? Now? Uh, <laughs> no one wants, nobody wants no, to nobody work. Wants to work. <laughs> it's like, no, no, they're working. They're just yes. not doing what the traditional jobs. Right. And COVID changed all that. I mean, <clears throat> how many people are making money on social media traveling? Right. That's a new thing. How many, you know what I mean? So you can't like that. And that's a hustle right there. So if you want to talk about hustle and all this stuff, that's what those people are doing. Right. They're not to create their content and make money and pay their bills. Right. You know what I mean? Just because they don't want to go and, and work at, um, wherever I'll, I'll just use an example, a grocery store, you know, grocery stores. Remember back in the day, I don't know. I know it was like this, um, probably, same with you, but like 16 years old, you start working. Everybody wanted to work at the grocery store because it was a good paying job. Good paying job. That, but. <laughs> so 16 years old, like everyone, that's when everyone started to work and make money. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Okay. So you could go out and do that and uh, you're getting your license. You want to make money. You want to like have your own money to, to go places and, and be independent. So a lot of people would go to the grocery store. Because you could work, you'd be a box boy, you could work later hours, and the pay was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but shortly after, I don't know, five or six years after that, after I was in high school and stuff, they they renegotiated the deal and grocery store workers started making only minimum wage. Oh, I see. So no one wanted to do that anymore. So that, that, that uh, they kind of screwed themselves. Mm-hmm. Because grocery stores and fast food restaurants need younger kids with flexible schedules. I see. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They can't rely on like someone that's 35 years old. That's a parent to work weird schedules. I see. You know, as a parent, you can't be like, oh, yeah, what hours am I working next week? No, because I need to pick my kids up from school. Right. At a certain time every single day. So I need to know what my what hours are. I need to know what my days off are next week. So you need young kids to do that. Well, the young kids stopped going to, you know what I mean? They're, they're doing different things now. Right. Yeah. They're still, they're still, yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that, yeah. Uh, without getting way into it, but yeah, yeah, that there is a drive there to, to, uh, to work and make money. And, but we just live in a different world. And I think we're still, I've, I've said this before, like we're still like kind of in the wild west of all this, Yeah. you know, we're still in the beginning of this and trying to, trying to figure it out. Cause uh, I forgot what I was talking about last episode. Oh, it's talking about like, you know, communicating through this online landscape where, mm. you know, when we were talking about like the the thumbs up and stuff, like getting, oh, a, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. like we're still figuring that out. 20, 30 years from now, there will be an established social media etiquette that people will follow subconsciously and people will just do it. Yeah. We're still figuring that out. I yeah. think that translates also to the career aspect of it. We're still figuring this out. Yeah, because if, and, I, if I was a, like a... If I had my own business, okay, so I do. But if I could find like a 16-year-old 
kid that could make me t-shirt designs and edit my reels for me and do all this stuff. Like I would pay him. Right. I'm not going to pay him full time. Right. But I'd be like, Hey, each reel, I'll give you X amount of money. X each does t-shirt design X amount of money. If that kid could do that with five or six different companies, it's making bank. And that's and that is exactly your grocery example. Yep. You have you have a young person who with a flexible schedule who has uh, a skill. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it's to a certain degree. And yeah, it's just, it's the same thing. We're just talking about in a different yeah, you know, so space. If you're, so if you're 16 years old, I mean, anywhere 15 to, to early 20s. Right. Or I would. Yeah. Yeah, probably. And you're just like, OK, my choices are fast food grocery store i'm making whatever the minimum wage is now or whatever they're paying it's 12 15 bucks an hour mm-hmm. you know and i have to or i could just like do whatever i want and make these things at home right on yeah because they're still whether they're going to school or you know doing something else or just or you know what just being young <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean just be young no that's a, that's a really interesting thing to explore and a really interesting thing to talk about because our generation is kind of like stuck in the middle yeah. Like we're we came off of our parents' generation who had a certain you know uh, certain set of ideals as far as work ethic is concerned, and then they applied that to us, which we started with, but it quickly changed on us. It quickly transpired into this like technological you know landscape, and now we are still adapting, whereas the next generation is already adapted, but we still we still have to like acknowledge those things, the like their skills and everything, yeah. and where the space they fill. Yeah. And it's not, you know, again, without getting way into it, it, it's not getting into this like manual labor equals, you know, uh, manual labor equals like uh, good work, I guess is the best way. I'm trying to figure out a better way to put it, but that's one way to put it. When we need to realize that there are spaces to be filled, marketing managers, because like every, everything is a brand now. If you had a plumbing company, it's a brand. Your plumbing company A, well, there's plumbing company B, oh, yeah. C, D. There, there's a whole bunch. So, yeah. what are you gonna do? You have yeah. to build your brand, you know. And the only way to do that in today's landscape is through social media and and this type of uh, work, you know. Yeah, and hustle. So, I think what you're maybe we we're trying to say is like what hustling isn't working eighty hours a week anymore. Mm-hmm. Hustling, yes, yes, is going out there and finding ways to do things without working eighty hours a week or without sitting in an office for eight just, hours a day or just being productive in general. Yeah. I think we get, we, I think we get this really weird thinking about production, mm. you know? And I think that really stems from like, I mean, you got to think about it that like the industrial age and everything like that, like we got so like focused on production, like labor equals production yeah. that we tend to have lost the meaning of that word production. What is yeah. production creating? Co- what we do is production. Like I said, you have to take all this footage that you shot at this show for this client and then you have to produce a product that's production, yeah. you know, and it's yeah. the same. It takes the same amount of, you know, uh, brain power takes the same amount of, you know, everything to create that product. So, yeah. Yeah. And it's value. And, it's like, it, it's just as valuable the content creator, like um, my, you know, Will McDougall has been doing like roofing videos for this roofing company. Yeah. Yeah. He is now that those videos are just as valuable as the manual labor, putting the roofs on because mm-hmm. without you and without those videos, you know, if I needed a roof for my house, I'm going to Google roof for my house. All of a sudden that's going to start popping up on my Facebook feed, on my Instagram feed. You know, they all talk to each other. It's all going to, and I, and, and those videos that I see, I'm going to call them first. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Because that's the world we live in. Because like, you know, we don't just open up the yellow pages like we used to call up a company. You know, I I guess that happens to a degree. I'm, you know, I've done that recently, too, where, you know, it's kind of like the old school way where like, you know, my dad is still in. I've said before, my family's been in construction for a long time. Uh, but my dad still does it. So I'll like hit him. I'm like, hey, man, I need some concrete poured. Give me a number, you know. So that's still kind of the old school way to do it. Yeah. But if you don't have that um, that entry into that world, you would simply just open up Google and type in concrete guy, you yeah. know. And what are you going to do? Are you going to go to, 
where it's going to have like a list, uh, like a really quick summary of what your your concrete company is or because it's like a it's like a natural flow. If you think about it, you first open Google, you Google concrete guy, then that flows into, oh, they have an Instagram. So let's go check out their work. So you go check out their work. Now, if it's a bunch of, you know, bad photos with like thumbs in the way or like not, like just really bad photos, you're like, I don't know. But if you have something like Google where it's just this killer drone shot coming over a mountain showing yeah, yeah. this amazing concrete you're like oh i like that yeah <laughs> you know so yeah, exactly yeah. yeah so yeah that's and and you know i still struggle with that like i still struggle with that too and i'm struggling with that now and that's sort of like what started this whole conversation is is like sometimes you sit there and you're like where do i start mm-hmm. where does the motivation come from what do i do you know yeah and that's what what i've been kind of dealing with like my the videos i've been <laughs> i said like it's becoming, I think, a joke at this point about me editing videos. But that's the thing, you know, but yeah. I figured something out. I actually did figure something out yesterday. Remember how you were saying that, like, uh, and I tried it out where um, like I took my clips from LST and I like laid them out and then yeah. sort of like loosely put them together. That actually worked to getting me going, but it really sat stagnant for a while. And yesterday I found a good song, put it on there and now it's coming together. It goes fast. Huh? Once you find yeah. like. Because you found that good song and you're like, oh, and then your clips were already there. So you're yeah, just like, yeah, do, 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 do. You're kind of stacking them instead of like, uh, find one, uh, find one. Uh, they're already kind of there. So like while you're doing like while you're lost in YouTube land, you know what I mean? You could be putting those clips on. And that's why I always say dual monitors because monitor, one monitor could be YouTube and you're lost mm-hmm. in YouTube. One monitor is Premiere and you're just going through clips, putting them on there. You don't need to find good music yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then once you're ready to find the good music, then you put it on there and squish everything together. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly essentially what's, what's what I found, you know, and just like I'm starting and I'm getting to that point now where everything's starting to, we've said this before, like chilling out after the shows and stuff. Although I'm, yeah. I am getting busy again with printing. So that's, you know, that's good. I know. I was, but it's just, huh? No, I said in my, uh, I, I'm like, uh, ready to go somewhere. Yeah. Already. Yeah. I'm like, and, but like you're I'm, going somewhere. Okay, so here's the funny part. I have every I have four plane tickets booked this month alone. Right. So like, I'm but I'm not. I'm only driving to one show. So I'm driving this That's weekend the to one the this weekend. unfinished business show, which you said mm-hmm. you're going to. I am. So yep. again, everybody on Monday knew I was there yesterday. Uh, yep. It worked out, you know. So I'm I'm excited. I I was telling you, uh, the council show, seeing all the the, the club there and stuff. I was like. And that FOMO, that FOMO is real. It is. Ro, Ro told us about that FOMO and it's real because I was yeah. like, man, I wish I was there. But no, it worked out and yeah, I'm going to roll down there. Oh, yeah. Uh, don't forget the drop shirts. I'm going to bring the drop shirts and All sweaters right. and everything. All right. And those, pass the baton. Speaking. <laughs> and so this is the first trip that I'm going to attempt to take the map. Oh, what are you driving down there? I am driving the Forerunner. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I'm excited. You know, like uh, like I said, um, you know what? It's it, not. not we we'll, we'll go back, but just to kind of go over another to beat another thing to death is like taking out the little things that hold you up. Ever since now that I got the gas tank fixed on the Forerunner and the filler neck issue fixed, I'm ready to go. Yeah, I'm like, let's go. I'm I'm ex- I am looking forward and excited to drive it. And it seems so dumb because someone would say like, it's dude, it was just a little inconvenience putting gas in it. Tell you what, man, sometimes that little inconvenience. But I'm like, I don't, I don't even yeah. do this. It's just a bad, it's, it's a mental thing about getting over that and fixing it mm-hmm. and like, like throwing down the dough just to get it done. Right. Right. And just because you're always thinking about how the cost and the time and the, this and ah, whatever, it's not a big deal, but it is a big deal because mm-hmm. it, it creates memories and these, this time, you know what I mean? Like you lost so yeah. much time with it, not fixed. Yeah, definitely. You That's know? a good point. Yeah. So um, I know I was going to say what you were bringing down because this is the first show that I'm going to attempt to put all my stuff in the Maverick. You kind of had a taste of that at Rolling the Red Rocks as you left. Well, even there, because, because you had more because like, oh, I brought you those boxes at Rolling the Red Rocks. So you had to like contend with those going in. So as well. basically the only thing that was not in that tr- in my truck for Rolling Red Rocks was my easy up and tables. Oh, OK. They take up a lot of space. Though, so yeah, the easy up can fit on the tailgate. So I, the tailgate. Yeah. But my problem is, I think it's going to block both my taillights. 
Because <laughs> it's good. I was wondering about that because it's going to be too wide. Yeah. Because it, it actually fits good on the back of the Titan, the tailgate on the Titan, right? Yep. Which is but also the Titan is is wide, way wider. wider. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm like, hmm. So it's going to be very. You're going to get some trailer lights and put it on. <laughs> On That's top. hilarious. No, so I'm gonna I'm gonna mess with that tomorrow. I'm gonna do some Tetrising and because I don't have to bring like the hats and stuff that fit in one of those big totes. I'm gonna take all out and just kind of stuff in there, and I can fit totes inside the inside the truck oh, and, and all that's that. True. So. Yeah, I have a suggestion, yep. just real off the cuff. Um, you could also look into one of those receiver, like those flat. You know, I don't know if you, mm-hmm. you can know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So they go into the receiver hitch and then they're like a flat, like the ease of can go on that and kind of underneath the tailgate because the tailgate kind of does that. Right. Yeah. So I think what I think I'm going to do is I'll just put the easy up in normal and oh, then okay. with the tailgate down and then I'll have work around that. I'll work around that. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, I was going to say, you want to bring three tables to the show? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm already kind of maxing the floor. Yeah. yeah, yeah I'm yeah, going to bring say. all the drop stuff. I'm not going to bring like anything. I think I'll bring some hats, you know, maybe slide them into your booth a little bit. This this guy's always just. (laughs) I know. God, I'm such a piece of crap. (laughs) Dino's. Slow down. I'm like, can I get your own booth? You're just over there. I know, right? Just sliding in all sneaky. Like, hey, can I just put these right here? I know. And then I just like (laughs) at Dino's, I'm just going to slowly add more stuff. Like, hey, I brought two. Maybe I'll bring three this year. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> i'm gonna have to ask dino for a bigger booth right he's gonna go like why what happened oh well my my friend is kind of a scumbag <laughs> <laughs> but he made a video of your show so it's okay mm-hmm. right right um but yeah that's cool yeah so, uh, so i'm like super ra- i don't know what it is i'm just like rearing to go yeah that's cool that's that's interesting because uh i'm not there yet i'm sort of like you know chill i'm yeah. just like kind of or i think i'm maybe excited because i don't have to film this show that could be a huge thing too i remember you were telling me about that you're gonna stick to some reels and stuff yeah and then next weekend i'm going to reno with brandon that's cool yeah. and then the weekend that's after- that's fun anyway brandon seems like a cool guy to just have fun with yeah hang definitely out with, so yeah there's yeah. not a lot of prep no booth there it's just some filming and that's it oh yeah because they run their own booth yeah. right yeah. yeah and then the next weekend I'm driving a truck to Lindsay, California, and then flying home. Wait a minute. (laughs) I think I know what that means. Yeah. So nice. I'm putting together a big old, if this works out, this big old video project that I'm putting together, which will come out sometime towards the end of summer, probably everyone will see it, but I'm not, I'm not, I don't want, I don't Uh. like, it's so stupid that I won't want to say anything, but I kind of want to like leave it. No, I no, I love yeah. it. I absolutely love it because my one of my other questions for today's talk was Nissan Watch, Nissan Watch twenty twenty three. Oh, I know which one. You're no, like the hard body, the hard body, yeah. hard body watch twenty twenty three. Yeah. What it's, what's the scoop on that? It's still there, sitting in my. It's driveway. still there. <laughs> yeah. Anybody anybody interested? Yeah. Bites yeah. checking out. Oh, okay. Yeah. People have asked how much, and I tell them, and then they don't respond because mm. I don't know. I don't know if they're afraid. They probably to, think I don't know if they're afraid to lowball me or not. Which is, I mean, I'm told someone offered me. Oh, Daniel, uh, buddy from Utah, uh-huh. uh, offered me thirty five hundred bucks, and I was like, "Oh, you're so close, man. You're so close." Right. Uh, and he, I don't know if he was just joking around or not, but yeah, it's still for sale, and I will deliver it to someone if they want to pay me gas money. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyways, yeah, I have this plan. It's it's step one, and then there's step two, step three, and then this final step. That's cool. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited. Like I said, I've said this before, like as a as a viewer, as a fan, I'm excited. I just hope it all works out. It probably will. And if it doesn't, that's okay, too, because that will make it interesting as well. Yeah. You're going to make a <laughs> you're going to make a Nissan update video a couple months from now. And we're like, well, I still got it. <laughs> I was actually thinking, I'm like, might as well body drop it now. Yeah, because there's the two trucks on the side of my house are the Titan and the OBS and my trailer. Mm-hmm. So I have a, like a little compound happening here, too, but it doesn't look like it. There's literally one, two, three, four, five vehicles here and two trailers. And you don't know it and nothing no out front. Yeah. In a track house. Yeah. 
That's awesome. So like <laughs> I'm going to have room on the side of the house in a little while because the, hopefully the OBS will be going to pandas mm-hmm. and the trailer will, won't be there for a little while. And like I'm like, I could just put the Nissan on the side of the house and just kind of sit on it and for just a while. Wait, because I, st- I want a hard body again eventually to mm-hmm. do something to it. And that's the perfect one. Yeah. No, so it is a cool truck. If it I is, don't sell it. Cool truck. Yeah. But then I, I kind of need the money to. Well, you want to keep the whole thing going. The whole thing was was selling that one, purchasing another one, going through this journey again and just kind of keep on doing that. Yeah. And 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 to to say something that you said before, you said I probably will lose money on. This. Oh, 100 so, percent. will lose money on that. I'm yeah. totally good with that. But yeah, I'm not purchasing anything else after this. I already have the things that I'm doing next. I see. So you just need that to leverage the rest of them. Yeah. I see. No, that's cool. I don't know. I hope it all works out. Uh, It will. Yeah. And then Salt Lake City and then Houston all this month. Yeah, man. That's that's crazy. That's awesome. Well, I mean, it's good. It's good. Yeah. Um, Oh, you want to hear something else that's kind of funny? Yes. Okay. So this goes back to our... I have this whole thing with easy ups now. <laughs> it's just, yeah. Right. So easy uh-huh. up, uh, after mini nats, I needed some, we took parts off mine, fixed yours. Yours is hundred percent. Right. I needed parts for mine. They sent me a bunch of parts for mine. I was missing one, <clears throat> one little piece to complete my whole 10 by 20 frame. They, mm-hmm. they didn't have it. So they sent me in a whole new frame. Right. So now I have this brand new frame, put my top on it. Now I have a frame still missing that one little piece. Right. And I, and I forgot that I had my old top and I was like, right. Oh, I yeah. could just get that one little piece and have another 10 by 20 <laughs> that just appeared. That just is there. It just, it could, just appeared out of nowhere. Yeah, basically I could sell it and make money yeah. or just keep it and be like one day if we wanted like another 10 by 20 behind our booth, like <laughs> we just were creating this, just like, we're creating this monster. <laughs> so I know. Right. I go on offer up the other day and there's this guy selling an old discount tires. Easy up. It's a 10 by 20 eclipse, mm-hmm. but the top, oh, just like yours, just like ours. So I was like uh-huh. hundred bucks and he's like one fifty. I was like, all right. So either today or tomorrow, I'm going to go up and pick up this <laughs> black eclipse frame for 150 bucks and That's have awesome. that. Now here's the thing. Now I will still have another frame that just needs that piece for another. Yeah. Frame. yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I'm going to end up with right back at square one. Uh, exactly. Yeah. I'm going to have three. 10 by 20s that's so funny i don't know i'm probably i'll end up selling one of them but yeah, yeah. no it's just it's just a funny thing that how all that comes together how yeah. how it works out sometimes and then uh the club so our uh forbidden bought two sam's club there the brand is called z shade that they sell there mm-hmm. 10 by 10s one of them got ruined uh in some sort of accident but so we had three total and one of them was had broken legs on it. So I went on Z shades website. You can buy, you know, things to fix it. Well, I ended up selling all three of them. Just put them on offer up for hundred bucks. Cause I just d- didn't want them anymore. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, man, for like a hundred bucks, I could have fixed that one and had three and then sold them for like, like there's a whole economy in this thing. Right. Yeah. And, and, and used easy ups. Yeah. And remember we were talking at mini nats when we saw everyone throwing their easy up frames away in that dumpster. Uh huh. And we're like, you could just go over there and get all those, fix them, and sell them. Yeah, yeah. Or, or you could become the easy at parts guy. So I'm thinking, like, <laughs> I picture myself in my garage because uh, there's there's a million different companies that make these canopies, right? Yeah. But they, at some point, some of them are going to be the same. Right. Right. So you're going to have to figure that out. So in your garage, you just have these racks of like C shade, easy up, uh, whatever Euro Max, right? And you're just like everyone. You just go to these events. And you get broken easy ups and then you take them apart and you just make it. It could be this whole thing. Yeah. And yeah. then when you go to the event and someone breaks their easy up, you just hand them a car. And you're like, hey, I'm the easy up guy. Yeah. If you need a new <laughs> easy up, I got them. Yeah. I don't know. I oh, that man. That's great. Yeah. No, that's really, that's really funny. But yeah, man. All of this stuff going on. What else? What else you got for me? Um, we were going to also discuss, uh, we're going to talk about, cause we got this, this show coming up this weekend, unfinished business. And you said, I've actually heard a couple people like talk about this, about the raffle is going to be pretty intense. Yeah. So I've never been to, so it's Chris that Donardo that throws a show, right? Who um, also graciously gave us stuff to give away 
through our giveaways. Um, and Alan Ed's Escondido. Yeah, he either runs or owns Alan Ed's Escondido. I'm not sure, but I'm going to ask him this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's thrown a couple shows in the past, and uh, you know he's been to everybody's shows with his Scion and uh, his red Scion with a bunch of graphics on it. So he's getting a ton of support back. It seems like you know for for this event coming up, um, mm-hmm. and his raffle is just crazy. Yeah, like, he's just, it's just a bunch of audio equipment and stuff. A bunch or? of audio stuff, and he he just he puts a bunch of money into the raffle, and uh, so I'm pretty excited for that. Yeah, raffles in general are interesting. We, we've talked about this before, because we, we talked about it in the respect like our show, how yeah. you kind of went out of your way to really make the raffle, you know, uh, uh, an experience. Because like sometimes what happens is the raffles, I don't know. I'm, I'm back. I'm split on on the issues as far as raffles are concerned because i'll go into so many shows over so many years i kind of and this is not knocking anybody but i've kind of grown a disdain for the raffle because i never entered it i never really participate in it so it ended up just being this thing that drug on for so long before trophies yeah and all is like like can we just get to trophies like there's been times where i've said like can we like maybe do the awards first and whoever's participating in the raffle do that afterwards because they're going to stay we've actually done that at the forbidden show before mm-hmm. like so if we say that okay the raffle's at four the trophies are at five if you right. have a time for the trophies and the trophies start at that time and you the, can do the raffle before yeah you can do the raffle before so that's what we've always done but one time the raffle just we just stopped the raffle and we said okay we're going to continue after the trophies right because that's what would happen in a lot of shows they would say okay the trophies are at five what would they add they would start the raffle at five and then do the trophies after and you're just like i'm just here for the trophies i'm not into the raffle so right but then along like back in the day so how we did it with forbidden is like uh you would pay for your booth and your but we would discount your booth basically and you would give us a raffle prize Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. And we had like 30 vendors. So we would have a lot of cool raffle prizes. The vendor stuff started dwindling down a little bit. Shops, there weren't as many shops and all this stuff. So we just started getting like t-shirts. So we'd be like, hey, yeah. can we get some raffle prizes? They would give us a t-shirt. Yeah. And it just got to this point. I was like, well, I don't want to do a raffle with t-shirts. You know, like t-shirts and like a banner. Uh, like just like I don't want to take people's money and not offer good raffle prizes. Right. No. Yeah. And I get that because it does get a it does get a little. I don't want to say I don't want to say out of hand, but it does get that way sometimes when yeah. you know you're you're like basically raffling off like t-shirts and car care yeah. products. I think car care products are, are uh, like a kind of an interesting one. You know. Yeah. I don't it, know. It, it's just every everyone has different opinions on it. But what happened was mm-hmm. in 2011 ish, 12 ish, when I when Grinder TV started taking on clients and stuff like that. These clients were the same people that I was getting raffle prizes from. So I was double dipping. I was like asking for work oh, and asking for free stuff. You know, um, speaking of Brandon, he's calling me right now. Decline. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I like stopped asking and then, I don't know, it just got to this weird thing and our raffle just kind of, it wasn't very good for a little while, but then I figured out like, oh, I'm going to put money into the raffle. So I started with Chris, I was like, offered him some money. I was like, look, I don't want free stuff. Just give me a good deal on stuff. Yeah. And then same with switch suspension. Like, look, I don't want free stuff. Let's work out a deal and, and give me some stuff and I'll give you something. So that's what, uh, I'm doing. And it worked out really well for our show. And then that's what Chris is doing for his and like perfect poises raffle. And I, the raffle it's a really good, it's a good approach at it because yeah. from the other point of view, as a vendor, as someone who gives stuff for, for raffle, you know, not that I've never not wanted to give stuff for raffle. It's just the thing that I found this last year. And I, and I was going to like do this thing, make a statement and everything, but you know how statements go. Those yeah. never turn out well. Anyway, I was just trying to just trying to more adopt a, a policy of my own uh, because like, you know, at a show, it's really easy. You come up to the booth and say, hey, I'm, you know, having this show. Yeah. Can I have some? Cool. Like, I have all of my stuff there. You're there. I'm there. The stuff is there. I can grab it. Give it I to you. I was going to bring this exact thing, same yeah. thing up. Done. Um, it's when people, like, hit me up through Instagram and stuff. And then this is where it starts getting muddy. And I'll explain the I'll explain yeah. the process and what happens. I get someone who uh, hits me up on Instagram saying, hey, I'm throwing a show. Would you kindly donate some stuff? I'm like, yes, I want to help you. Then my life gets busy and me, I'm absent-minded a lot. 
and it starts getting put off and then I don't do it or, you know, it gets to the last like week, you know, and, and these people and I understand from their perspective, like they don't want to be pushy. I'm giving them these things, you know, so like it's this kind of weird little dance, you know, of the person kind of asking me for getting. And then sometimes I feel like a complete piece of crap because then it doesn't work out. And I feel like maybe that person thinks that I don't care about that. Yeah, I yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. But life gets in the way. Yeah. Um, I think if. And I was going to start this policy. This is where, again, this policy statement comes I, in that doesn't this work is, very well. I know exactly what you're going to say, and I'm actually going to do this as well. Well, uh, yeah, because I was going to say, if you want stuff for your show, come to me at a show, and I can give it to you. Uh, our friend from, um, I don't know exactly where he's from, but we always see him at Mini Nats. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Bear, yep. um, the the tattoo guy. Yeah. Um, you know, he was he was he falls into both those categories because he throws a really good charity. Yeah, he wanted stuff. I my, and he asked me through Instagram. I didn't send it, and it just didn't work out. I felt yep. terrible. But this time he was at the show, and he's like, "Hey," and then I, actually I brought it up because like, "Hey, are you planning on doing your thing later this year?" And he's like, "Yeah," and I was like, "Well, let me give you stuff right now." Yeah. Here you go. You know, yeah. and I think, you know, if we took a more of a proactive approach at it like that, it would work out better for everybody in two in two ways. One doing that, because also you brought up a good point saying that, like putting together packages like that, like you were saying, like having these guys, you know, we're not trying to sell them stuff. We're almost like trying to just do it like at a at a place where it works for everybody. Like yeah. the cost. You yeah. Know? Well, that's what I was going to because. OK, so I the last show that I donated to was the Aftershock show. I mean, I donate to almost all of them. If I'm there, it obviously it's so much easier just to hear. It's a couple of T-shirts to put yeah. in the raffle because that doesn't cost you very much. It's like, you know, a couple bucks a T-shirt or or whatever it is. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, it's yeah. not the cost yeah. at all. So. But like the Aftershock show, I just drop shipped them two banners, but it still cost me the two banners and shipping. So I almost want to be like not almost, but this is what I'm going to tell people moving forward. I, if you're at a show, I'll give you, you know, two or three t-shirts for your raffle. Mm -hmm. If you want something substantial, you know, five t-shirts or five band, whatever, I just going to, I'm going to charge you what it's going to cost for the product and shipping. Right. Yeah. And I think that's completely yeah, fair. You know, so for 25 bucks, you get this for 50 bucks, you get this because you're going mm -hmm. to make that back in the raffle sales. Right. You know, right. and it's just more stuff to give you. So if you're willing to. PayPal me 25 bucks, then I'm going to send you some t-shirts. If you want, right. want to PayPal 50 bucks, then I'll send you, you know, three banners. Right. So, because it, it also holds me accountable. Like you said, that's the biggest thing is yeah. being held accountable because, and I've said this before and it may sound superficial or whatever, but when there's like money involved, I'm more proactive to, to get it done. Cause you're right. Not you're because like, of the, we want the money, but because we have yes. the, now the obligation Yes, yeah. yes, that's I want to make that pretty clear because yeah. like, yeah, it's not about like oh, I need I need to cover. I just need something to hold me accountable to make this thing happen. Yeah. You know, that's exactly what it is. And that's being very honest. You yeah. know, yeah, it is. I mean, so that's it. And the other the other thing with like the T-shirt thing that I, I it was like a light bulb moment when we, we were talking about like the whole banner thing. Now that I'm like you've been making banners for quite a long time. Yeah. yeah. But I'm just starting to get into it, like making, taking my designs, putting on banners. You know, that is, it's a really, it's almost like an easy transaction for a raffle. Like here's, okay, you won. Here's a cool banner. And they go, oh, neat. And they're either going to put it up or they're not going to put it up. With clothing, it gets a little sticky because mm. it's sizing. Like you don't know who's going to win this thing. Yeah. And uh, this this happened uh, at Rolling the Red Rocks and it worked out. Um, I donated some uh, shirts to a, a raffle for a show. A guy won. Um, he messaged me. He's like, hey, uh, you know, this isn't really my size. Could we work something out? And I was like, yeah, no problem. But again, it's that accountability thing. So like, I was like, sure, no problem. It wasn't, it again, you know, I don't want to like harp on the subject, but there's not much cost in it, but it was me just getting wrapped up in everything else. And I forgot. So then he messaged me. He's like, hey, I'm going to be at Rolling the Red Rocks. Can we swap this out? And I'm like, yeah, sure. And that worked out great. He yep. brought me in there. I swapped it out and everything was great, you know? So it just, so my point is, is like, the banners, I think, like raffle prizes, I think need to be like a very easy transaction. Yes. You know? Yes. Like, here's a cool thing. Yep. Thank you for entering the raffle. Here's your cool thing. Good yeah. job. And here's your <laughs> thing that you can use on, you could, uh, that's why I like doing the, like, the dual packs at, the, at our yeah. show. Oh, yeah. The, those are great. And audio. Because mm -hmm. you can take a dual pack of compressors and use it on 
anything. Yes. You can't like wheels are cool, but the wheels like here's your set of twenties. Okay. Well, I want to don't fit your truck that don't fit your vehicle. They're not the style you like. You wanted 22s. So it's very difficult. Like wheels are awesome. And I'm the wheels were always like, Oh, we're going to raffle off wheels. We're going to raffle off wheels. But there is a downside to that. Yeah, exactly. You know, for say a set of wheels cost, you know, at cost, they're like 500 bucks. 600 bucks you know what i mean you could buy two dual packs for that and right i don't know one other subject so yeah the, the wheel thing yeah it's 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 like that was always my you're right because it sounds so cool like we're raffling off a set of wheels but then yeah the, all those little things come yeah. into to play another thing that i want to get your opinion on as far as raffles are concerned because i i'll give you my opinion first Gift certificate, not gift certificates, but like, yeah, oh, I guess gift, yeah, like gift certificates, like five hundred dollars yeah, towards, towards a ten thousand exactly. dollar frame. That or or any like, it's a weird thing to me. Yeah, and 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 not just we're not just talking about like custom shops or anything, but like I would just recently saw something where they were raffling off like, uh, you know, a gift certificate to a tattoo shop. Like I don't know that this is j- and purely this is just me because I don't know about any of this stuff. But if I won that and say, okay, I got $150 to this tattoo shop, like I feel no, weird going not, to the it, tattoo shop saying, yeah. okay, I have this I, thing. I've, I've experienced like, you know what with, I mean? So I've experienced with that. Okay. Actually t- twice. One time I won a tent, uh, like a tent raffle and it was for a shop in Upland. And this was, oh, this had to have been early two thousands. So I go there and I got it right. But it, he was like, well, luckily you have a standard cap pickup cause that's all this is for. Uh huh. And I'm like, oh. So if I had an extra cab, it would be more. He's like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then one time I won a set of wheels from Auto Accessory Warehouse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I go there and he's like, well, you have, you know what I mean? You can pick these ones. And I was like, well, I don't want those ones. And he's like, well, that's the ones that you won. <laughs> yeah. So that's the thing. Like, that's. The- it creates this awkward interaction. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, and that's oh, what, and that's what want, I was talking of. If you want more, then they're going to cost this much. Well, that's just what they cost. Like, you know, like, yeah, gift certificates are definitely are definitely strange like i i appreciate the thought behind it yeah you know like oh man here's five hundred dollars towards a, a tattoo yeah you know i appreciate that but then remember that's exactly what i was talking about about that easy transaction thing yeah like the one of the best things that that you did for our raffle was the power tool thing yeah you're like hey you won here's a drill and you're like sick it's yeah. a drill you know i learned, I like, learned that from like perfect poise they were raffling off tools and i was like that's yeah, an amazing it's, idea it's because perfect. So yeah, so I just went into like or um when uh, the ratchets were on sale at Home Depot, I would just buy them when they were, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're normally like 150 bucks when they're on sale for 100 bucks, I would buy one. And I'm going to keep doing that. And then I went into like Harbor Freight and I was like, "Oh, a, a stool. Like everyone yeah. needs these random things, and if you don't yeah. need them, you could give them away as gifts or whatever." Exactly. Yeah. It's 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 a pretty I I think that I don't know, do you think like raffles in general are evolving because they all seem I think to they be. have to involve, uh, evolve because uh-huh. you're not getting the donations that you were from back in the day yeah. you know um yeah and I, I just think that that people are seeing the i the good ideas just like anything else i yeah. saw the good ideas that perfect poise had i see the good ideas that this person has or this club has and i take those and then i put my own ideas into them and uh yeah and it just creates this thing uh, our good friend, um, uh, oh my god, oh, such a good friend you can't remember his Sorry, name. Sorry, Donald. Jesus, I'm so bad. Our good friend Donald, we have to get him on here and let him tell his raffle body drop story because it is absolutely amazing. <laughs> I so I had won't this, even go into detail no, about it, but it's so good. Yeah, I have this thing that I wanted to do on the Grinder TV channel of people telling stories. I remember that. Yeah, that's I'm still gonna do that. Yeah. So it probably won't be told on the drop podcast. Okay. But, it will but be, I mean, those stories will be told, told will anyway. Be told. It, it probably will be told here because I'm too lazy to follow through with my idea. I'll just have them do it on there. But either way, I was going to say that. And then there was a thing where I think we raffled off like a body drop at our show. And the guy was already had a body drop. So he got suicide doors. Oh, nice. <laughs> and it worked out. You got him and he, he did. It was Sean. Sean from our club did him. Oh, he did. Oh, yeah, really? So, but, hey, but then with Sean, he'd be like, I could just suicide these myself. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, Sean didn't win it. Sean actually gave it. Oh, the, Sean gave it away. Oh, I yeah, see. I yeah. see. That makes a lot more and sense. Tony won it. 
Tony with the Mazda that used to be in local finesse and stuff. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that there are some stories out there of raffles like that. And Donald's is the best. It is the best. And S- you, someone, the world has, no it, matter the, the medium, the it, world has, world to, has to know that. Yeah. 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 yeah Cause it's great. Speaking of Donald, he had a question for, oh, okay. Oh. For, hold on. Uh huh. All right. I'm clicking it now. Okay. Drop! And drop. Drop it in. Drop in. Drop, drop, drop. I dropped everything. I knew the drops would come. Drop it! It's over. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's so funny. Angie was like, "Try to don't don't laugh during that. It's really it's, it's too." What do we do? Man. Like this? Just stare at each other? Yeah. Just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Next time we'll do that. We'll just cold look at each other while the the drop the dropping in segment uh, errors. I know. It's funny because I push play and I still can't hear it. So yeah, like, I know no one can hear it. It's a mystery. Have, we should have a thing where we can. It's on their desktop, and we just hit space and hear oh, it. Oh, and then wow. just hear it. Oh. That's too complicated. Yeah, we'll whatever. Just, we'll just continue on with what we're doing. We're doing yeah. a good job. All right. Uh, Donald mm-hmm. said at 5.30, 5 minutes and 30 seconds, in episode 55. Oh, I saw, I have that screenshot on my phone. Oh, cool. It says, Frank mentioned that he had a funny story about his bag of blank drink koozies. Well, I don't expect the story to really be that interesting, <laughs> I would still like to hear it. Okay. So I bought this bag of drink koozies with the intention that I'm going to make drink koozies. And I didn't. That's a story. (laughs) And now I just have this bag of blank drink koozies. Those same drink koozies that you have with the custom life logo on them, right? Wait, no, wait, what are you talking about? No, he's talking about um, like the the traditional neoprene oh, okay, drink okay, koozies. Okay. I bought I bought them a long long time ago with the intentions of printing them and I just never did. Oh. I guess the funny I guess the funny thing about it is is like I have those sitting in my shop. I could very easily make a screen and print them, but I didn't and I went through this other route of getting these unique, you know, bag koozie mm-hmm. thingies with the logo on it and going through this whole process. I think that's the funny part about it. But yeah. No, sorry Donald, I just didn't do anything with them. <laughs> it's kind it of happens our- a lot. It's kind of our life motto over here. Yeah. I mean, things there. We got a lot of moving parts around here and that's yeah. one of them. But I always look at them. I always see the bag there and I'm like, oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Thanks, Donald. Sorry, I forgot your name earlier. <laughs> Told you scumbag. Yeah. Scumbags. Mm-hmm. Um, roulette has figured out how to ask questions via Instagram. So he is very active. I noticed that. Thank right? you, bro. That's yeah. awesome. We love it. Yeah. Um, here's a good one. Have mm-hmm. either one of you considered trademarking your brands? I have a good story about that. All right. Let's hear I it. I do. That is an actually a good story. So uh, back in 2000 something or other, I had that idea. Oh, because like, okay, so here's what happened. I had BST clothing. You know, that mm. was my brand. Stand for Blood, Sweat, Tears clothing, which was already a thing. There's a band called Blood, Sweat, Tears. Um, there's different iterations of it. There's one actually that's very clever. It's called Blood, Sweat, and Gears. That was very clever. So anyway, so, um, you know, we had this brand, BST clothing. Well, there was this uh, guy back in the MySpace days who started a brand called BST Inc. And I'm like, I didn't take too kindly to that. And I was like, that's my brand. I'm going to do something about it. So I look up, uh, I, I start researching it and I found this website called trademarkia.com. And I think other people have used it. I'm not sure. And I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to trademark this thing. And, and this is, I admit it, this is very vindictive because my whole, my whole goal was just to stop this one person who probably really wasn't doing anything anyway, but for some reason in my brain. Right. Yeah. So I went through this process I filled out all the paperwork. And so what this website is supposed to do, because you can do this. You don't need like a company to do this. You can just go file a trademark. It's free. Like there's just paperwork you need to fill out. But this company advertised it as this is the kicker. The the, the company advertises is like we are going to make sure that everything is filled out correctly because forewarned, if you fill out this paperwork wrong, you will lose your money. And it's $500 at the time. Could be more, could be less now. At the time, it was $500 to trademark a name. And they're like, we're going to help you to make sure you don't lose your 500 bucks. I'm like, cool. So I said, okay, this is, so I filled out all the paperwork, BST clothing. Uh, this is what our logo looks like. This is, you know, went through all the steps. 
pay the $500, go through the process. Well, I get a, a letter in the mail saying, we denied your, uh, your, your thing. And I'm like, well, these people were supposed to, what, what happened? I'm like, well, you can't trademark the word clothing. Yeah. Clothing is just a term that you refer to things as. Yeah. You can trademark BST. However, there's already that trademark, so you can't have that. And you can't trademark the term BST clothing. And I was like, wait a minute. I thought you got so no one through this process says, hey, by the way, you can't do this, you know, yeah. and it, it save your five hundred dollars. So I lost five hundred bucks. And actually, I never I've never really told many people this just because I was kind of embarrassed at the time because well, it, well, just because like this whole thing. And this is a good life lesson, too, about being vindictive. Because I went through this whole process being vindictive against this one particular person. I even bought because like he was called BST Inc. And I bought and to this day, I still pay for it. I bought the domain name BST And so the point of this, the moral of the story is, is don't be vindictive. Yeah. And trade <laughs> trademarking something is very difficult and mm-hmm. not necessary in most cases. That's what I learned. That's what a lot of people don't understand. Like co- there's a difference too between trademarking and copywriting something. Right. You know, you can copyright an original piece of artwork or an original logo, but the terms is where it comes into play. You know, like and also blood, sweat and tears is a very common it is common thing, you know what I mean? Right. I like how you were like I came up with that first. I'm going to trademark it. I know. It's and that's my that was my point. Like uh, it was it was an ill thought thing out from the gate. You yeah. know? Well, even like um, remember the airbag trailers that Nick from New Zealand. Yeah. He, he was going to trademark that, but he was told by someone very, uh, who was very high up in like the, the liquor and um, like uh, branding. Like someone that like owns sports clubs, been on CNN business before and stuff like that. Uh-huh. He told him. He said. Don't even bother. It's going to cost you a ton of money and it's going to be so generalized that, you know, because there's already a trademark out there for a trailer that sits on the ground. And that person that has that trademark was going to try to sue Nick at one point in time because, but then there's other trailers that do the same thing. It's like this, the whole trademark thing can get really messy. It's very murky. I've watched a lot of videos and read a lot about it. You know, uh, there actually just recently, there is that really big, uh, thing against um the singer uh ginger looking dude oh yeah 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 where when when they were trying to copyright or or say that he stole a song and then he basically like said there are many many songs that use the same chord progression Mm -hmm. i just happen to use it in this way and he won he actually won but the point is is like that's a very high powered person with a lot of money and that was a long litigation process that lasted many years yeah to us it doesn't matter you know and i and i learned that i used to you know, it's funny because like I've done this many times where like I get really worried about that kind of stuff. And I will tell another interesting little story and I'm going to, you know, be a little vulnerable here. So me and Angie came up with this design one time and uh, it was it said live life custom. And it had this like it was that weird time when like diamonds were very popular, mm-hmm. you know, like the actual like like a diamond looking diamond. And um, so she did this. It looked killer. It looked so good. And I was, I exposed the screens and I didn't think I printed a couple. I did. I printed a couple. And then one day I get this like anxiety attack. Like what if Severed gets mad? Cause they're, they're diamonds. They're the diamond club, yeah. right? They're yeah, all yeah. about diamonds. And, and if you looked really close at the diamond, just the way the diamond is shaped, it had the severed kind of diamond in the middle. And I'm like, what about if they get mad? And I went through this whole process and we actually ended up changing the design. We replaced the diamond with an airbag, which worked, but it wasn't this. It didn't like the first one looked so good, but just that hang up stopped me. I'm trying to, and that still happens to me, you know, every once in a while, but I'm trying to grow out of that and now just be like, okay, look, we'll see what happens. If someone gets upset, you know, we'll deal with that when yeah. it happens. But it's also okay to like do that. Like think about, other, Oh yeah. You know, like other people getting upset in the same space as you, because I mean, look at the mini truck and magazine logo. Oh yeah. That logo gets used by, Every, and like, is it okay to use that? I've always wondered, like, is it okay I to know. use that? We, we've discussed that. We've, we've yeah, actually like, talked about a specific thing. And like, I know like uh, there's other, there's other, a lot of companies and a lot of people that use that logo. So what if I use that logo? Is it just who can get upset with me? Right. That I use that logo. So like, yeah, I don't know. 
trademarking, copywriting, all that stuff. But you also you got to like the th- another huge thing that we run into doing all this stuff, especially in such a niche thing that we do, which is lowered pickup trucks. There's only so many ways you can say low slammed. Oh, yeah. I mean, look at you know? okay, look at look at Lindsay's brand. Pretty low. Exactly. Yeah. So I started a thing called stay low. Mm-hmm. And the reason I started that is because we were pulling out of LST one time and this guy had a green shirt that said stay high with mm-hmm. marijuana leaves on it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Ooh, I'm going to put I'm going to do something that says stay low and just put it on hats and see what happens. I didn't even think about Lindsay's like pretty low thing. And I was or like, Mike oh. stay slam thing. Yeah, like anything. And I go, <laughs> oh, yeah, there's only so many ways you can say this stuff. Yeah. And spin this stuff like, yeah, like look at car shows. How many slam something? And slam you know something, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So it's like, I guess you just kind of think about it and hopefully, you know, be smart about it. Like you said. Yeah. You know. and, and and that wasn't just like that wasn't a thing that just happened that one time. We deal with it a lot now that I'm actually thinking about it. It happens all the time. We came out with a shirt that said um, Asphalt Surf Club. Yeah. And at that moment, I was like, well, do you think the guys from Asphalt Army are going to take offense? Do you think, yeah. you know, like there's other brands that use the term asphalt? But like I said, after a while, you you can only get creative in so many ways. And I think that's, you know, we, we've talked before about my kind of like problem with getting too clever, yeah. you know, and I think yeah. that's what is born out of is I I try to create things like things inspire me. And that's sort of like at the very top of this conversation, what I was talking about, like being inspired or what inspires us. Um, I've talked about this before, but it's worth noting again, as we came out, there was a shirt. Actually, there's a sticker on my case and it's a shirt that said punk rock ruined my life, you know? And, um, Oh no, 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 no I'm sorry. No. What was it? It was a famous shirt. Yeah. That's another one. And, oh, yeah. Cause that was the after thing is it says punk rock ruined my life. And I wanted to make a shirt that said mini trucks ruined my life, which I did. I made that. There was another one, um, famous came out with a shirt, and man, now I'm having a real hard time. Um, it said "Gangster Rap Made Me Do It." That's what it said. It said "Gangster Rap Made Me Do It," um, and we, me and Andrew, we really liked that. We we really wanted to adapt it. We could have just said "Mini Trucks Made Me Do It," wrap it up, call it a day. Would have been easy, but we kind of fell into that. Like, well, we don't want to like exactly come out with that we don't we want to be different so after talking about it and a few adaptations we came it we came up with blame it on the mini trucks yeah it's the same sentiment just kind of saying it a different way and that was a really popular shirt we sold a lot of those but also in that we we went through this whole process of not doing that and then kik like a month later came out with one that just said mini trucks made me do it or actually no i think it i think they just redid that shirt and it said gangster rap made me do it this is when when trey owned the company this is yeah, how yeah, Stewart yeah. owned the company but um but yeah so the the point is is like you know you can put a ton of thought into something and then realize that like oh you know it wasn't that big of a deal yeah you know all this whole conversation right now has mm-hmm. brought brought me back and i just designed a t-shirt oh okay i'm gonna call brandon <laughs> right after this and i'm gonna be like okay we're doing this so okay when we were thinking of grinder magazine the title Mm-hmm. The original title took Fur Grinder Magazine was going to be called Asphalt Junkies. Really? Yes. I did not know that. Not too many people did. But if you go uh-huh. back to the mini truck and magazine days when Chad Lucas from Severed Ties got the job as associate editor, mm-hmm. his column was called Asphalt Junkies. Oh. So one day he called me and he goes, Hey, I just want to let you know I stole your name. And I go, what do you mean? He goes, <laughs> I couldn't think of a name for my mini truck and magazine column. And I remember you telling me, because I used to bounce ideas <laughs> off Chad all the time. We had great conversations. And uh-huh. I called him and I said, look, this is the name I came up with. And he's like, that's a great name, except for it's kind of like sounds drug related. That's true. And I was yes. like, yeah, okay, I get it. Yep, I understand. So I, we didn't go with that name. But then that jerk... <laughs> <laughs> called his column in mini truck and magazine asphalt junkies that's hilarious i'm gonna redeem my idea and make a t-shirt called asphalt junkies yeah yeah why not yeah yeah why not no yeah do it right now call brandon i'm gonna call him back right after we're done with this and say yeah i'm gonna do it it's gonna be i already have a picture in my head it's gonna be a big rim with mm-hmm. the the Court, like you're looking imagine sitting in the bed of a truck looking back at a rim breaking the asphalt with sparks oh yeah that'd be cool yeah yeah that's really cool that's a cool idea right when you said asphalt surfer i was like there was something asphalt 
that I thought of. And I go, oh, yeah, there's the original name because, of Grinder Magazine. Because, like, again, how many, you can say asphalt, you can say pavement, you can say ground, gravel. Like, I mean, after a while, we're, co- we're sort of, like, recycling ideas and just kind of, like, maybe refining them, which actually is okay, too. Like, I, kinda, I should do that. I should go back. I have some old designs that I love. Oh, I just you know? 100% telling you this. Yeah. You should definitely do that. We've talked about like coming up with these ideas and making a slow run of them and being online only. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I'm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could just go back and do that. Yeah, just and be like reissues and reissue. Like these are from back and sh- and you could even just take the BST off and put Custom Life on there. Exactly. Yeah, I have one that I I really love. It looks like the Ramones logo. Yeah, and it says you know I, I'm not gonna say because someone might make it, but <laughs> just kidding. I'm over here like. Yeah, like what? what? Can you speak more clearly into the microphone? <laughs> Can you show yeah, me a picture no. of that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing. And and kind of to like button up this whole conversation, like we were having the the beginning, is like this creative space we're in. That's what we do every day. It's just what you like. What happened right there is like, and like before this conversation, last night, this morning, I was like, <sighs> but then all of a sudden it just starts happening, you yeah. know, and everything starts coming together and. Yeah, everything works out. Yeah, everything works out. Also, roulette, you are missing out on making merch. I think he, the whole mad, ma- I know, but the madhouse mm-hmm. with that that logo is so sick. Yeah, like with the 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 mouth, the house has a face and stuff. Yeah, it's, it's super cool. That could be, that would look like you could. Uh, his, do you remember his website back in the day? I don't. Oh wait, no. Yeah, I, know, I do. We I do. Talk, it had like talk, different rooms. Yeah, you could be like, go yeah. to the basement, go to this. Yeah. Like you could totally make merch based off all of that right there. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. no, it's great. He should. Yeah. He should. But I, I heard he stopped doing doing shows. I don't know. Oh, did he retire already? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't heard the official announcement. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, wasn't he DJing at the council show you didn't go to last weekend? He was. He yeah. was. Oh. Mm. And it's always, it's always, I'm going to, can I, I'm going to rip on row a little bit. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. Okay. No, it's fine. And uh, it was, it's cool. Like, I appreciate it, but it's always like in the, in the uh, club text, whenever he's at a show, he's like, where's everybody? What's going on? Where's everybody? <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then I'm like, oh, and then when he's not at a show, I nah, know. Sorry, yeah. bro. Anyway. Yeah. It's all good. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> it's no, it's great that, that we're all still out doing it and. And hanging out and stuff. And that's cool. And I'm yeah. looking forward to this weekend to hang out with everybody. Ro, are you going to be there? Is he DJing this weekend? Oh, he. I th- uh, he's not DJing this weekend. But is I think he going to be there? I think so. Oh, that was so. Shut he, my he, mouth. He did ask a question about what's a good time for spectators to show up to a show. Oh, I saw that one as well. Yeah. So I said 10 a.m. So I think he'll he'll mosey on in at 10 a.m. Spectators or, or participants? S- spectators. Oh, whenever. Like, whenever well, is good. You ever notice like some of these bigger shows, they will, they are charging people on, like people are still paying to get in on a Sunday at like 2 PM. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've, I've seen that. That's crazy to me. Works. It works out. Yeah. Anyways. Keeps it all uh, going. Yeah. That's it. Oh uh, yeah. Go buy stuff on our website. Sounds like Frank website. is about to have a new t-shirt out. I am very close. Very yeah. close. Uh, probably, Probably mid this month, I'm gonna get it put together once I get through the softball stuff that I'm doing. Damn softball! Yeah, um, that's great. I love it. Yeah, and then look for uh, some drop stuff uh, being for sale online too, real soon. Yeah, because I'm gonna give you that stuff this weekend. Yeah, and whatever we don't sell at the show this weekend, we will put online. Right for bonus entries, right? Bonus entries for the bonus double entries. din thingy, majiggy, and backup camera. And backup camera. Courtesy of Alan Ed's Escondido. Thanks, Chris. Yes. Cool. All right. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye. Later.